Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Juan spins it to Porter, deflected, Porter gets it. A lot of bodies on the floor. Juan comes down the lane and jammed it right over the top of JaVale McGee. <laughs> right down Broadway. Whoo, buddy. Juanito. That, uh, I mean, it, it might not even have been the best dunk of the night, and yet it also might have been the best dunk of the season. Heck of a night for the Warriors at Chase Center. A nice, big, fat 118-96 win over the Phoenix Suns. They split their little two games in a week series. Home team wins both times. And one of the things that's interesting to me about tonight's game is there's no... I mean, look, Juan and Gary Payton were both great, but there's no obvious superhero. There's no obvious player of the game MVP. After the way he played on Tuesday, I think we all probably expected a total steph explosion tonight, and it, he was good, but it wasn't crazy. 8 of 20, 6 of 11, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, a good, I mean, frankly, a below-average Steph Curry game a pretty damn good game by any normal standard, but a below-average Steph Curry game. And look, at you know, Mikhail Bridges missed a little time tonight, still ended up playing 30 minutes, which is nearly as much as Steph played, and he does give Steph trouble. Now, Steph is good enough that this is a normal down night, 23 points on 8 of 20, so it's nothing to worry about, but it was everybody tonight. It was a total team effort. The defense was spectacular from start to finish. Draymond was as locked in as we have seen him. But after a, a game like that, I believe Tom Tolbert used the word egalitarian in uh, their little post-game wrap-up there with Tim, Tim Roy. And that's how I would describe this effort. An egalitarian effort. An effort that saw... Everybody pitch in. 
And I think that that sort of effort is really wonderfully typified or, or like exemplified by the play of Juan Toscano Anderson and Gary Payton the second. Fifty two combined minutes, a combined fourteen of seventeen from the field, four of seven from the three point line. 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and 36 points. Again, that's combined. Also, 2 blocks and 2 steals. They each had one of each. And it's appropriate that on a night where it was all hands on deck, everybody pitching in, I mean, Iguodala was out. Everybody else who was available played. The, the kids were at the G League. And it was 11 guys tonight. They all played. They all contributed. Not the best night for Otto or D. Lee or Kavon Looney, but everybody was part of this. And on a night where everyone's part of it, it seems appropriate that perhaps the biggest impact guys were Juan Toscano Anderson and Gary Payton II. Both spectacular in exactly the ways we've become accustomed to them being spectacular. But I'm wondering, who's your MVP tonight? Who was your Warriors player of the game? 888-957-9570 is the phone number. You can text us at that number as well. 888-957-9570. Who you have as your player of the game? For me, it's Juan. But I think there's a lot of good options. Gary Payton II is certainly a, a good and reasonable option. Draymond Green, nine points, nine assists, nine rebounds, and nine combined steals and blocks. He had six steals and three blocks, and he was just... I saw somebody, I feel like it was Sam Fondiari tweet about this, that... This is what happens when Draymond gets a whole week to study one basketball team. He was in passing lanes. He knew what the Suns were doing better than they did half the night tonight. And the only reason this was close in the first half is because the Warriors just kept fouling. And, you know, look, I mean... I don't want to say it was a poorly refereed game, but it did feel like everything that was borderline was whistled against the Warriors. Like, everything that could, that was 50-50, could have been a no-call, could have been a foul. All those calls where you look at it and you're like, well, that's not a bad call, but come on. Sort of like the the play that Steve Kerr reviewed. What happened was Draymond got called for a foul on the layup. And clearly the referees called that foul as he was jumping. And he jumped perfectly and played perfect defense on review. They, they stayed with the foul because he did touch Jay Crowder's arm at the beginning of the play, but that is not what they called. Right? Like, they made the wrong call, but 
it stayed a foul essentially on a technicality. I don't know. Like, those are the sorts of calls that were going against the Warriors all night. So it's hard to say they were bad calls, but they weren't exactly good calls either. And it was kind of ridiculous. There were a lot of 50-50s that got the Warriors, you know, put the Suns, I guess, into the bonus. And so many free throws in the first half, particularly. Also late in the game, but particularly in the first half. That's how they got back in it. And and not only does shooting all those free throws give the Suns the advantage of free points, but it totally ruined the flow of the game. And tonight was a night where, you know, when the pace got going, the Suns did not have the firepower to answer. Without Devin Booker, it just, with DeAndre Ayton just having a really rough shooting night and a lot of it right at the rim. I mean, he bounced back ultimately, and he hit all those free throws, but he was missing bunnies left and right. Um, campaign was terrible off the bench. Uh, this was this was the Suns team that did not have it and couldn't keep up, so the way they stayed in it was mucking the game up. I mean, it's classic Chris Paul stuff, to be honest. This is what Chris Paul does. <laughs> I, the sneakiness, I just, he's an annoying player. You know, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's great. I, I would never try to claim otherwise, but my God, is he annoying. He might be the most annoying player. Well, I'm not sure anyone will ever annoy me more than Rip Hamilton, but Chris Paul is objectively an annoying basketball player. Between the complaining and the sneaky foul-baiting stuff. It's funny. Chris Paul is so unique and practiced and and capable at foul drawing. The, the rule changes, they didn't really hurt him. You know? Because he doesn't do, like, the Harden and Trey Young stuff that got legislated out. And look, Curry does some of it, too. I'm not even trying to point fingers. I'm just saying Chris Paul is like a black belt. Like, that's brown belt stuff. That's brown belt foul baiting. And you can still kick a lot of ass as a brown belt, but Chris Paul is a black belt foul baiter. So the stuff they did with the rule changes didn't even really hurt him. 888-957-9570 is the phone. It is how you call us. It is how you text us. Warriors wrap up going down on 95-7 the game. And I'd love to know from you, who's your player of the game tonight? The MVP for you tonight, because I think you got a lot of good choices. It wouldn't be crazy to say Steph Curry. He was good. Again, down game for Steph. By his standard, not great. But... By normal standards, very good. Hit some big shots. 23-5-5 five and five is a heck of a good night. Again, by normal standards. Draymond Green tonight was truly spectacular. And I think this was the perfect test case for what everyone really wants from Draymond. 
it's the aggression, not to be a, a primary scorer or to get out of pocket in any way, but just enough aggression to be a, a significant threat. He hit the only three-pointer that he took, and he was an absolute terror defensively. An absolute terror. And in a way, the 999 almost fits Draymond better than a triple-double. Because the triple-double has turned into this thing that you you chase. It's become a, a stat that is chased too often. Like, you know, I don't know if you guys saw the Houston Rockets the other night. Everybody sort of ran out of the way to try to give, was it, I think it was Kevin Porter Jr., a triple-double. And he got his, this extra rebound, but then the NBA took it away, and he didn't get his triple-double. And I don't really look. They should have given the poor kid the triple double. Who cares? But this is my point: is like that's just stupid shenanigans to try to chase this dumb stat. And I guarantee you, that's just something Draymond would not have been interested in, right? Like he just, in a way, the nine nine nine, which is essentially every bit as valuable as ten ten ten. It's just one is called a triple double. There's something elegant about Draymond having all the impact, but not having the pretty you know, achievable stat marker. I I like that. He He's a solid MVP choice for tonight, man. Because beyond just that crazy stat line, did I mention six steals, three blocks? But a lot of times, I mean, look, there aren't a lot of times anyone has nine combined steals and blocks. Steals and blocks can be misleading. You know, that doesn't mean you played a great defensive game, but in this case, it's really an expression of of defensively. And again, from the start, the Warriors controlled this game with their defense. They came out with great intensity defensively. It was a sparkling defensive performance, and uh, Draymond gets more credit for that than anyone else, both from his individual performance and just from his orchestration of a defense that was on point all night. Steve Kerr talked about the... Suns making so few mistakes defensively in the first meeting. That was the case for the Warriors tonight. 888-957-9570. Who is your MVP? Uh, And you're going to want to give us a call because uh, myself, producer Sam Lubman, and Sterling have all just discovered, literally within the last 20 minutes, that we don't, know how to get into the text line anymore the password we have doesn't work <laughs> so i can't read your texts you could tweet us at 957 the game or at the polsky k-o-l-s-k-y or just give us a call 888-957-9570 mike in san francisco was brave enough to give us a call what is happening mike yeah what's up Kolsky? to me uh it's uh wants it's Kyle anderson i just love the ferociousness the tenacity and Man, does Chase Center get electric when he throws down one of his patented uh, dunks? That one on <laughs> McGee there really got Woo! everybody going. That was that was incredible. Uh, I was trying to. You know what? Ho- hold on one second. Hold on, Mike Sterling. Hit us with the highlight again. Payne open for a 17-footer, misses. Draymond's got the rebound. Long outlet to Juan. One dribble, throws it up off the glass. It goes in and got fouled. Juan spins it to Porter, deflected. Porter gets it. A lot of bodies on the floor. Juan comes down the lane, jammed it right over the top of JaVale McGee. 
<laughs> right down Broadway. Yes, that's how you know a dunk was sick when the play-by-play commentary is. <laughs> uh, sorry, Mike, go on. I was debating him and GP2. Uh, that stretch there, I think, really put away the game was early in the fourth quarter when they cut into the lead and uh, GP2 had that breakaway dunk and then the steal to pretty yep. much put him up by 20. And I think that was a good stretch there. GP2, those two guys right there, man, are just uh, are the heart and soul right there of the, of the second unit right now, what they're doing. But uh, I know they were down Booker, but still, let's not forget, they, uh, they, they lost uh, Booker in, in, in Tuesday night's game and they still won. So, I think that's a wash. You take him and Clay out, both all-star lead two guards. Uh, the Warriors, I still think, are the superior team, but uh, I think these two teams are going to be neck and neck, and the Warriors really wanted to make uh, what playing one of the worst games. Or actually, they didn't really play the worst game. They were really in that game late in the fourth quarter. And tonight, uh, I know the Suns coming off the back-to-back, but I think the Warriors trying to let it be known that they're still a, a better team. But these two teams are going to be neck and neck. And do you think it's going to be critical to get the home court between them and Phoenix? Or do you think either of these teams can win in Phoenix and, and, and Golden State? It's not going to be one, two, doesn't matter. What is, what is your opinion on that? I'll take it out. Great win tonight, man. And uh, they're going to do the same in San Antonio tomorrow night. Thanks for the time. Yeah, I, the San Antonio they should be able to take care of. And, and so far this year, they've really performed against the teams that they're supposed to beat. They, they have not had big letdowns against bad teams. So I expect them to take care of business tomorrow for sure. By the way, good news. We're back into the text line. I'll prove it. A 510 texter says player of the game. JTA got the Bay on their feet with that nasty poster and more. Yeah. Look, man, you know, was it Mike just said they were both Juan and GP two are the heart and soul of that second unit. And he's right. And, and Again, when there's one of these nights where no one's really going off, you know, it's there's no big Steph explosion. It's not a crazy Andrew Wiggins or Jordan Poole night. Having Juan and GP, too, be the guys who kind of lead the way is somehow strangely appropriate. Juan was my MVP as well. But Gary Payton II would have been just as valid a choice. 209 texter says it's not just that Dre was more aggressive when he had a shot he took it quickly and didn't hesitate that's how he needs to play yeah it's decisiveness right it's aggression it's decisiveness it's all of that very important very important and when he plays that way and look when he does that style and level of offensive performance from Draymond often comes attached to a tremendous, insane, he seems like he's everywhere. He has six steals and three blocks style defensive performance. So, look, that's playoff Draymond you saw tonight. And, boy, is it a beautiful thing to watch. Nine points, nine assists, nine rebounds, six steals, three blocks, and a game-high plus 25 in the plus-minus. 888-957-9570. Who's your team MVP tonight? Austin in San Francisco. Who you got? My team team MVP, collectively as a team, they all had their moments. So I'm going to give it to the whole team MVP. I like that. And I've seen a difference. You're going to cut the game ball into 11 pieces. uh, Yeah. I've seen a different um, (laughs) Phoenix team tonight, too, also. I've seen a broken Phoenix team that didn't know what they were doing. 
They were long. Yeah, no, I mean, look, they they are on the back half of, ba- of a back-to-back, and, and I would say, like, if you wanted to call them broken, the time they really looked broken was the second half when they just were – they were pretty gassed, clearly. And also, again, like, that, uh, he's not Steph, but them without Booker is a little like the Warriors without Steph. I mean, he is their only – really explosive scoring punch like campaign can get hot deandre ayton can score bridges and crowder will hit some threes for you here and there you know chris paul's a a hall of famer but the only really explosive level one scorer on that team the the superstar scorer is out so you know combine that with the back half of a back-to-back and and a Draymond defensive performance like we got, and it's tough for the Suns to score. They had a tough time. Shot it at 38% from the field. You know, that's it's pretty bad. And it wasn't like one sustained stretch of missing. It was a pretty bad game top to bottom. DeAndre Aiden, I th- must have missed seven layups. It, it was uh, It was a rough one. 415 texter, Steph Curry, bounce back game. He's my MVP. Okay. 650 says Johnny Toscano. Juanito, that's what GP2 called him in his post-game interview. Our guy Juanito. 510, my MVP is the home crowd for making it hard for Phoenix. Right, so that was the other thing. Was it Mike or Austin who asked about going on the road? I, I... these are two really good basketball teams, and because neither of them were really whole this week, all I can say is they're both really good, and I hope we get a playoff series. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's hard to say how much home court will matter when I haven't seen these teams at full strength play each other. So let's wait at least till Christmas. Maybe, maybe you'll get not only Devin Booker, but Clay Thompson in that Christmas game. Who knows? We can all dream. Boy, can we dream. Uh, what I can say is this guys like, and this is not about them specifically, even what I'm about to say, guys like Juan Toscano Anderson and Gary Payton, the second definitive role players are almost always better at home. So stands to reason, you know, the games like this, the games that you win without the big scoring nights for many of your main dudes like, you probably want those at home, and that's enough motivation for me to say the Warriors are going to want a home court advantage. So, I don't know, man. I, I, like, could they win on the road? Sure. I, 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 by no means am I ready to rule that out now. It's a long season. There's a long way to go, and and I think these two teams at full strength would be an incredibly interesting matchup wherever it's played. But... All things being equal, get home court, man. And, you know, we have we talked about this in the offseason. We've talked about it so far. The schedule has been favorable for the Warriors to agree. Ultimately, they got to get, like, they expect to be a better team later. So the fact that they are piling up wins now, I think, sets them up really well to to try to go for that one seed. 
888-957-9570. Really interesting, really fun game tonight, and a really good all-around game for the Golden State Warriors. I want to know who's your team MVP tonight. 888-957-9570. We'll take a quick break. Back on the other side with your phone calls and some Steve Kerr sound. I'm Matt Kolsky. This is Warrior Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chris Paul guarded by Wiggins. Down the left sideline, double pass stolen by Payton. Payton picks it up, off to the races. He goes up and slams it down! Standing ovation for Gary Payton, the second. The Young Glove makes it 94-79. to You got to be careful around that guy. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. We are back. It is Warriors Wrap-Up. Warriors, big win. 118-96 over the Phoenix Suns tonight. Really a great overall team win. And uh, it is now my distinct pleasure to discuss said victory with my guy, Bonte Hill, your pre- and post-television host of the Golden State Warriors on NBC Sports Bay Area. On your way home, I presume, from the studios? 
Absolutely. Just left the studio, man, after a late night. Yeah, we won't take too much of your time because you're on air in like a little a little over seven hours. But uh, no, no, no. Today's, today's Friday, baby. Oh, that's oh, right. You tomorrow? get to sleep tomorrow. Oh, in fact, I'm going to see you tomorrow. How could I forget? We'll tomorrow. It's Friday tomorrow. night. Sleeping party. Yeah. Friday it's a birthday sleep. party tomorrow. Are we? Okay? Can I talk about this? I don't want to. I don't want to air your business. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. You go ahead and talk about it. Discuss it. It's going to be a lot of fun, Kowski. I'm telling you. We got some. It's nice Baby Chess's birthday. It's, it's her, her first birthday. She's going to be a year old, which is incredible. Where is this year gone? Really, oh my really god! Gone. It's flown by. She's uh, got little teeth now. Uh, she's trying to walk on her own. It's, it's oh, man. ridiculous seeing a tiny human that I helped create uh, become one years old. Like, I didn't do anything foolish over the last year. She survived a year with Bonte Hill. I can't believe it. It's incredible. You've done the most important job of a parent, which is keep the child alive. Uh, congratulations to <laughs> you. I can't wait to come celebrate Chesna with you tomorrow. But back to business here. Incredible team win tonight. You guys talked to Gary Payton the second after the game, and I believe Juan was actually on with, with Fitz and Kalena at halftime, too, and those two dudes tonight just, I mean, they were perfect. It was everything we love about those dudes, right? They did all the things that make us love them. I mean, you think about the Warriors, right? They're 19-3, and three, 22 games. And, like, in 18 of the games, it feels like Gary Payton the second has had an impact on a game. Whether it's four minutes, eight minutes, twenty minutes, twenty-six, he always does something that makes you makes you scratch your head, or you say, "You know what? That was a pivotal moment. That was a turning point." And tonight, him coming in, just shutting down campaign, really forcing Chris Paul to his left and making life difficult for him. I mean, he has been a godsend for the Warriors, and we've all heard about the controversy about Avery Bradley or Gary Payton the second. Remember that one? They didn't cut Avery Bradley. Well, that's why, because Gary Payton II will pick up full court, 94 feet, and disrupt everything in their offense. So, not to mention Juan Toscano Anderson. Kolsky, what was impressive about him? I thought he probably came off his worst game as a professional to the yeah. in Phoenix. I mean, he was just awful. It was just, he knows it. We know it. The coaching staff knew it. Five turnovers Tuesday night. What a bounce back for him. And then it's, it's a team like that, Matt. I want you to think about this. If these two teams meet in the playoffs, which we all believe they will, you need guys like GP2 and Juan Toscano-Anderson against that team that is fearless, yep. that has bulldogs on the team. You need a guy like uh, Juan T, who's a goon. Yeah. Yeah. No, you need those moments, and you need that defensive intensity. I mean, Juan tonight, by the way, five assists, which is nice after yep. the five turnover game on Tuesday, the five assist game tonight. He just did – Everything he really this was a, a big time sort of baby Draymond game for Juan. He he was yeah. everywhere on defense. He attacked offensively. He was making the right passes like he always does. I I I love me some Juan. He he was my MVP in tonight's game. And I just I love a game where the Warriors get that flow going, and it's not Steph Curry. Or, or or even Andrew Wiggins, who's the recipient, it's Juan Toscano-Anderson and Gary Payton the second. Or even Jordan Poole, who over his last six games was averaging oh, nearly 24 points a game and shooting 51% from the floor and 48 from three. 
it was Wanting who brought that energy in the poster over JaVale McGee. Think about the team has had this season. I mean, look, you don't think about the Warriors. Like, when they were winning championships, okay, you had Kevin Durant dunking on people. You'll get Iguodala to occasionally dunk on somebody. This team has Wanting, Gary Payton II, Andrew Wiggins, all right, and they got the vertical spacing down. And we're not even talking about James Wiseman, who's going to have some posters this season before it's all said. Oh, by the way, Jonathan Kaminga in Santa Cruz. He's always looking to duck on somebody. So the vertical spacing, the way the team gets up and attached to rim, boy, it's a lot of fun. And it's helping Chase Center, Kolsky, gain the soul, start to grow their own identity as a home arena. So it's just fun to watch this team blow team out after team. 11 straight home wins by double digits. I mean, they are rolling right now. When you look at the schedule, tomorrow San Antonio back-to-back, you always have to be cautious. They should be able to take care of business. Orlando Monday, young team rebuilding. Wednesday night, Portland without Dane Dollar. They just got blown out by the Spurs last night. I mean, next Saturday in Philadelphia will be tough, but it's hard to, like, circle a loss within the next two weeks with this basketball team. Yeah, especially because they really have done a great job of taking care of business against the teams you expect them to beat. We, th- there's not been any kind of lapse, really. Uh, for for the Warriors so far this season, and that that's super encouraging. Um, you mentioned Kaminga; he went off tonight in the G League. He did. He did. <laughs> Twenty-seven to eleven, and Moses Moody. We all forgot about Moses Moody. Twenty-one, three and three. Kaminga will play at some point. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough to get minutes, but the fact that Santa Cruz is right down the road, he can go play. Shut out the rust. I love the fact that he's going down there and he's just dominating. He's like, I'm the yep. 19-year-old dominating G. I'm not mad at that. This kid's going to be a good, good player for a long time. And I think Steve Kerr knows it. This team knows it. His teammates know it. He has unlimited potential, especially when it comes to the defensive end of the floor. So, when you get a team like Phoenix, who, Matt, let's be honest here, Phoenix Suns are legit. I mean, oh, yeah. they got they have shooters. They got length. They play defense. I mean, the fact that they were in that game in the first half by shooting 38%, all right, they got to the free throw line and some calls were generous or whatnot, but they were aggressive. DeAndre Ayton is a low, a low. Maybe when it's all said and done, you know, up until this point where Steph, Clay, and Dre, and Iguodala, and these guys have been through a lot of wars in the playoffs, they may be the toughest challenge for this core. Now, OKC will have an argument, right? 2016, they were up 3-1. They were alone. They were alone. Memphis in 2015, they were alone. But can you think of a team that was built like this, Matt? Like, where they got the quintessential point guard in Chris Paul, who's going to the Hall of Fame. You got Jerry Crowder, a knockdown shooter, who will start something. He's about that life. DeAndre Ayton is a big who's athletic and active. You can get Bridges and Cam Johnson, two-way players. And, oh, by the way, you still have Devin Booker, who can score with anybody in the league. That team is going to be alone. And I really hope we get seven games between these two teams uh, when it's all said and done in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, if these two teams are fully healthy, that seven-game series would be an absolute pleasure. Uh, just, just these two games. And honestly, these two games were not the best two games these teams can play by any stretch of the imagination. Steph Curry was terrible in one of the games. Devin Booker missed this game entirely. Like, these were just okay by the standard of Suns and Warriors, 
But they were both super entertaining games, and, and I'm excited for Christmas. And by the way, it is possible that when these teams meet again on Christmas, both Clay Thompson and Devin Booker will be on the floor, and that would really be a treat. I mean, we're getting closer and closer and closer. And I don't have oh, a table. Who knows how much time Clay Thompson is going to get. But the fact that they're going to add Devin Booker, and the Warriors are going to add Clay Thompson. And, by the way, James Wiseman will come shortly after that at some point. I mean, it's just remarkable. And the thought of Clay Thompson stepping on the floor, when he gets that first ovation at Chase Center, there's going to be real tears flowing yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be one of the more emotional days in Bay Area sporting history. Just think about the buildup to that. Like, we're already ramping up, and we see him warming up in full uniform with the headband on before the mm. game. And we saw what happened last Friday when he's sitting on the bench there for about 40 minutes after the game thinking, I, I didn't know what was going on last Friday. I was like, man, did he have a setback? What the heck is wrong with Clay? And he was just feeling it because he wants to get back out there. And think about a league where you got so much selfish player, so many selfish players who are about themselves, who don't really love the game. They love the paycheck. Clay Thompson has shown us all throughout these last two, two and a half years, he loves the game of basketball. And when he comes back, He's so determined to help this team get back to the mountaintop. Yeah, it's going to be scary hours for a lot of teams out there. But, man, if he comes back and he's 80% of what Clay Thompson was back in 2019, which I thought he was playing the best basketball of his career, oh, my Lord, it's going to be incredible. Going to be incredible. By the way, Jordan Poole goes to the bench, and Jordan Poole scored 18 a game, Matt. I mean, it's it's crazy. And I think he has a chance. Look, sometimes Jordan Poole is at his best when it's just Jordan Poole time. And that's yep. what it's going to be when he comes in the game as as a sort of microwave scorer off the bench. He still gets loose with the ball. He still takes some bad shots here and there. But, mm-hmm. oh, man, can he get hot. And, and I think, look, right now at age 22, with some of the limitations he still has, the bench is where he belongs. He's doing a great job filling okay. in. But when he gets back in the role he really belongs in, yeah, no, it only makes them that much better. This team is it's really exciting how good they are. I'm I'm jealous of you, my friend, getting to uh, spend every every game with him. You get to discuss them every game on the air. No, it's true. We're both very lucky. We're both very lucky. So we're both very lucky. And how about this? We haven't even we haven't even discussed Andrew Wiggins. Like he was. Yeah. I, and look, I, we talk a lot. We talk a lot off the air. We talk basketball. We talk life. We talked a lot about the Warriors and what they should do in the offseason. And I never got the fact that every a lot of people wanted to move off of Andrew Wiggins. And I was thinking to myself, this guy plays very good perimeter defense. He should have been on the all-defensive team last season. He got robbed because of the reputation he developed in Minnesota. Now, look at Minnesota. I mean, who's going to drive in that area? Carl Anthony Towns is still trying to find himself up there in Minnesota, although they are playing better. That's mostly due to Anthony Edwards. Andrew Wiggins as a two-way player. And when he slides to that fourth option or third option alongside Clay Thompson, he's playing some great basketball. I mean, defending Chris Paul tonight, he's always defending the top opposing wing player. Matt, Andrew Wiggins has, I mean, reinvented himself with the Golden State Warriors. And that reputation that he had in Minnesota, I mean, throw throw that in the trash can, man. He's a new dude and a new player. Yeah, what's so interesting about it is it's not just that he's better. It's how it's how different the whole process is. Because everything 
that people criticized about him was, uh, you know, some days he's here, some days he's not. He just he's in and out of focus. I don't know. Ultimately, he's been pretty consistent for the Warriors. You know, that's not that he never has bad games or never disappears. Like, he's not the most he's not a guy who ordinarily makes you feel his impact all the time, but he's just there. And and tonight he hit shots. So, you know, you get 19 points, you get 8 of 16 from the field. That's a bonus. But you're right. The way he plays defense and the way he just has been sort of a steady Eddie for them. It's the opposite of his reputation. And it's been huge for this team last year and this year. No doubt. I mean, he is, and forget the contract. We know how we know how much money he makes, but when you just watch him play, I'm like, you know what? The contract is the contract. Minnesota gave him that money. I mean, he's going yeah. to the cup. He's shooting pretty well. He's an automatic guy from the corner uh, when it comes to that three-point shot. He's playing defense. He's blocking shots, and it's resonating. The trickle-down effect from Draymond Green, who, I mean, how did we not talk Draymond Green in 15 minutes to set the tone? Oh, my God. More game today. Uh, becoming the first warrior to have that stat line, what, nine points, nine rebounds, nine assists, six steals, three blocks. I mean, dude was everywhere. He was peak Draymond Green. Unbelievable. Hold on. Before we talk Draymond, before we get into Draymond, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco and Odyssey Station brought to you by DuckDuckGo, Privacy Simplified. I think I got that in just under the wire. Yeah, Draymond Green tonight, (laughs) he was – he, this was sort of the perfect Draymond game. And I, I mentioned this earlier, but I think I, it was Sam Esfandiari who I saw tweeting just, this is sort of what, this is what happens when Draymond gets to study a team for a whole week. And he was just, it, it was like, you know, in football, when you talk about a cornerback running the wide receivers route for him, that was the sort of defense that Draymond was playing tonight. He just knew where the ball was going. He was all over them. And in general, the whole team's defensive intensity was just on point from the start. And it made me think about how Steve Kerr made such a big deal after the first game about Phoenix played such great defense. They made so few mistakes. And really tonight it was the Warriors that played that way. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, you think about the fronting he was doing on DeAndre Aiden because that's where that battle's won with Aiden. Warriors are, you know, who, who's going to really go toe-to-toe with DeAndre Aiden? He's, look, this big man is skilled. He's physical. He gets post position. But you got to battle him before he gets that position. And I thought Draymond Green did a great job tonight in battling him and making him say, hey, you know what? That jump hook that you were shooting from six feet out Tuesday night, we're going to have to shoot that jump hook from 12 feet out. You're going to shoot it from 10 feet out. I'm going to make you uncomfortable and get you out of your comfort zone. So winning that positional battle early on, and you talk about you made a great football analogy, Matt. Uh, When you talk about cornerbacks and wide receivers, making sure that wide receiver doesn't get into his route or rerouting him and making him go the long way on the route. Trey Green did that with DeAndre Ayton all night long where he's like, I'm going to front you. I'm going to make it hard for you to even get the ball. And when you do get the ball, you're going to be about 14 to 12 feet away from the basket. Now you try that jump hook, and you see that jump hook clink off the front rim. So, I mean, he was everywhere. He did his work early and often. And, look, these type of games that he told us all three seasons, I get up for these games. We're a championship team again. I'm going to be up for these games. So, look, in a seven-game series, Aiden's going to have a difficult time trying to front Draymond Green. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, that's that's a challenge for the Warriors, too. This would be one heck of an interesting series. Uh, Bonte, go get some sleep. 
I'll see you at Baby yep. Chesna's party tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun. should be a lot of fun. We'll have some uh, adult free fun tomorrow at, Ooh. at San Francisco Zoo. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for coming out. Ooh, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Adult Capri yeah. Sun. Nice. Okay, well, I'll oh, get yeah. there early then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. I already met. Good to talk to you. <laughs> Later, Bonte. My guy, Bonte Hill, uh, our very own. I forgot it was Friday. We're not working tomorrow. It's Saturday tomorrow. Happy, happy weekend, everybody. What a time to be alive. Uh, before we get out of here, I, there's a couple of things that Steve Kerr had to say after the game that I think we do, we should hear. Um, and maybe just because this is where we left off uh, in terms of Bonte and I, Steve Kerr actually had a lot to say about Draymond tonight. You know, obviously, JTA and, and GP2 were the flashiest guys tonight. Draymond was spectacular, and Steve Kerr was in a mood to tell everybody just how good this dude is. He's the uh, best defender in the world. He, he does everything for us defensively. He captains the defense. He's the one directing traffic. Uh, he guards guards on switches. He'll guard DeAndre Aiden and everybody in between, and he's all over the place with his help. I thought that Draymond was, was brilliant tonight. He was. He was absolutely brilliant. Expound upon that, if you will, Steve. Yeah, I mean, the beauty of Draymond's defensive acumen is the versatility, even within one possession, the, the versatility that he shows in terms of uh, you know switching on to different people, recognizing screens, recognizing cuts, recognizing this, the uh, whatever the pattern is and blowing it up from multiple positions. There's very few people in the world who can do that. So, and, and Phoenix makes you guard, you know, they, they put a lot of pressure on you and uh, there's a lot happening on the floor. So Draymond was, uh, was fantastic. That thing he was talking about in the middle there, that's what I was saying. The way he reads and knows the offense's intentions is so rare and special. It's, again, it's like corners who can read something in a wide receiver where they end up running the route for them or rerouting them off of it. He has – I don't know that there's any way to – like describe or attribute that other than it's just a remarkable gift it's a natural gift for basketball defense it's weird that someone's born with that but there's no other explanation for it in my mind he is gifted as a defender he just sees it different and this this game tonight was an example of him seeing everything you know he's neo in the damn matrix from from tip to to final whistle tonight it was fantastic to watch and to hear Steve Kerr tell it Draymond specifically wanted to make a point in this game if you know Draymond which you do if we lose and he doesn't play well then you know what's coming the next game so yeah he was very motivated to play tonight he was emotional he was all over the floor and he wanted to make up for for the loss the other night yeah and one last thing before we go on that same point you know you have a bad game. You want to have the bounce back. Obviously, Juan Toscano Anderson coming off the five turnovers. He was as bad as it gets on Tuesday night, possibly as bad as he's ever been. And tonight, it was a big bounce back for JTA as well. 
didn't surprise me. I mean, Juan is a fighter, he's a competitor, and he's a very smart basketball player. And he did not play a smart game the other night. He, he'd be the first to tell you. Tonight, he was so much more poised. One turnover, five assists. I thought his, you know, his offensive game was brilliant. But that's who Juan has become in this league. You know, what he showed tonight, two-way uh, excellence and resilience. I thought Juan had a great game. There was a play. I mean, the dunk was spectacular. That'll get the headlines. But there was a play later on where he, like, he was driving and he sort of palmed the ball and did, like, an inside-out thing and then a finger roll. And Kalena compared him to George Gervin. I thought that might have been actually in some ways the more impressive play. I mean, it was just, it was great. It was a great JTA performance. It was a great total team performance by the Golden State Warriors tonight. 118 to 96 is the final. And right back at it tomorrow, hosting the San Antonio Spurs 5:30 tip you can catch all the action here on 957 the game that will do it for warriors wrap up i i also get saturday's off and and bonte kind enough to remind me it's friday night all i have tomorrow is a 1 year old's birthday party can't wait you all have a wonderful weekend enjoy the warriors on saturday i'll be back with you after the game on monday night i am matt kolsky that is the end of Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.